Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by UKG Workforce Management. With their HR and workforce management solutions, UKG gives you the tools you need to make all of your people feel like they belong. UKG. Our purpose is people. Now, enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to USA Today's Women of the Year, the podcast. I'm Connie Schultz, a columnist at USA Today. Women of the Year recognizes outstanding women from across the country. Each of them has charted a unique course full of challenges and conquests. This does not mean that it was ever a clear road. As I often told myself, particularly in my early days in the newsroom, I'm going to stumble, but please let me stumble in the right direction. The thing about these women is even when they stumble, they always get back up. We begin with Simone Biles. We met up with Simone at her family's business, the World Champion Center outside Houston, Texas, not far from where she grew up. If you listen closely, you can hear a class in the background where young gymnasts are training to follow Simone's footsteps. I love that. The 25-year-old gymnast has reigned over the sport for the last decade. She is a five-time world all-around champion and winner of seven Olympic medals. During last summer's Olympic Games in Tokyo, Biles stunned many fans Let's face it, she stunned the world, anybody who was paying attention, by withdrawing from the all-around competition. I'll never forget all those texts from my friends and some of my students. She had suffered from what is called the twisties, or a temporary loss of air balance awareness. Her decision to pull out of the competition started a conversation about priorities and mental health. But as she tells USA Today, she did not foresee the magnitude of her influence when she chose to raise her voice on this important issue. So honestly, last year was a crazy year, but I think pushing mental health to the forefront was a huge thing, and I honestly didn't realize in that moment the impact that it would have. So a couple months later, I have acknowledged everything that has happened, but it still blows my mind to know that it wasn't spoken about before as much as it is now and we're not open about it and people don't perceive it the same way as an injury. So I'm happy that we have that conversation that we can now talk about. So I definitely acknowledge it a lot more than say like a year or two ago because it was kind of like a shy topic to talk about. Inevitably, this public spotlight invites additional stress. Anybody in public life knows what that means, but I think few of us can imagine just how great it was for Simone Biles. She says that most of the direct feedback she has gotten has been positive. Well, besides online, I've actually got a lot of people in person telling me how much I've done and they thank me for my efforts because before that, they only ever said like congratulations and thank you for gymnastics. But now with mental health being a huge topic that we talk about basically on the daily now, they're always telling me like, thank you so much. You've done so much for me and my family, my friends. Now I'm going to go get help. So it really does mean a lot to me that a lot of people are now trying to get the help that they not only deserve, but that they need because a lot of the time it's a topic that is so silenced and people are really shy about it. 
Simone says it was not easy to take the first step, which required her to withdraw from Olympic competition. It was especially hard to tell her coaches and her teammates. It was really scary in the moment, but I knew it was the best decision, not only for myself, but for the team and for the coaches, um, because I didn't want to risk going out there and getting injured or putting the team out of a medal contention. So that's why I did that. But I basically told them straight up like, hey guys, I'm doing this for myself. I have to put me first, but I'm also putting you guys first too. And this is going to help you guys succeed because you've trained way too hard for this for so many years, um, especially with that extra pandemic year. One of the things I always want to ask women who are accomplishing these big things in their lives is where did they find the courage? How did they summon the guts, right, to, to first get started in this endeavor? And I often think of what I used to tell my kids, probably because this is how I felt about myself so often, is act brave and the courage will come. One of my closest friends, Jackie Casera, once described me as someone who throws her hat over the fence, so I have to go after it. And I thought that was pretty apt because really that is how I find my courage. I just, I go do it, not knowing how it's going to turn out. I was so inspired by how Simone defined it for herself. To her, courage is taking leaps of faith, especially when you know you have to make those leaps alone. Courage? I think it would be believing in yourself and no matter what you do, you stand on your own. I've always been very outspoken and I've always tried to stay true to myself between either fame, gymnastics, awards, whatever that is, but I've always firmly believed in standing on my own and if I ever put my mind to something, then going after that, not changing who I am, um, having courage to speak up, speak out, even if you're the only one doing that because it could be very daunting, especially with social media nowadays. Her role models, women inside and outside of the sports world, have helped her find her courage. My biggest role model would be my mom. I hope to be half the person she is. She's very strong-minded, strong opinion opinionated. She stands on her own. She's a great businesswoman. She's owned a lot of businesses over um, the last like 20 years of her life. And I just think it's really important for me to acknowledge that because everything she's done, she's not only done for me, but the rest of my siblings. And I think that's important. And that's what a mom should do. But I feel like she's really gone above and beyond to put us all first and for us to be able to do what we love. And for me, that's gymnastics, that's speaking out in the world, um, making me a better woman as well. I would definitely say, um, not just because we're speaking about women, but I definitely love Naomi Osaka. I love Serena Williams, Candace Owens. I feel like they've all paved the way for the sports world and they've gone above and beyond and done things that are pretty unimaginable in their sports. So I think it's really important to acknowledge them because without them in our sports, we wouldn't be where we are or nearly get as much attention as we do today. Whether Simone will compete again is an open question, but on this she is clear. She is just beginning to understand what she's capable of doing far beyond gymnastics. And this young woman is going to carry as she climbs. Her gaze is toward the future and how she can till the soil for the next Simone Biles. Well, I'm not sure because whenever I first started gymnastics, 
all I really wanted was to have fun. And then after I started doing that, I was like, okay, I want to get a college scholarship. And then at sixth grade, colleges were scouting me. And in high school, I selected to go to UCLA. And then after that, I was like, okay, I'm going to push it a little bit more. Maybe I could go to world championships in the Olympics. And I've been able to do all of that. And it's just hard work, dedication, mindset. So now I feel like in the gym world, I still want to be like, helpful for them, be a huge voice, keep pushing forward, leading the sport and making sure parents are comfortable enrolling their kids because our sport is so unique and I think it's really helpful for kids, especially for the little babies to grow up in it and I think it's really fun. So now I think my involvement has changed just because I'm taking the year off and I don't know what's gonna happen next. But now some of my goals are, it's like, I just got engaged, so I wanna be a great fiance, a great wife. And some of my goals after the Olympics were to be like a better daughter, better friend, better sibling, because I spent so much time in the gym that it kind of overthrew everything else. And not to say that we never had Sunday dinners because that was our thing. We always had Sunday dinners catching up with like my family, my friends. I'm a pretty busy person. I'm always making time for everybody, but I just want it to be more on like an intimate level. This episode was produced by the great James Brown. And there's more where this came from. You can watch USA Today's video interview with Simone Biles and see our photo gallery. And you can read my colleague Suzette Hackney's story about Simone at womenoftheyear.usatoday.com. You can also see our entire list of national recipients, which includes one honoree for every state in America. Please tell your friends about the podcast. We want more people to hear these personal stories from women who refuse to quit, no matter the challenges. Please write us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps more people to find the show. And I'd love to hear from you. You can tweet me at Connie Schultz or at USA Today, or you can email us at podcast at usatoday.com. On our next episode, you'll hear from lawyer Rupali Desai and her public fight against misinformation. Rupali has been in the middle of some of the most high-profile legal cases in the state of Arizona. Once people know you're doing the work, they pay attention to the work and it gets elevated, the reality is, I've, I'm proud of a lot of work I've done, you know, for two decades that might not necessarily be on the front page of the paper. We'll learn about her ongoing challenges with career and motherhood and her work on mask mandates, false accusations of election fraud, and marijuana equity on the next Woman of the Year, the podcast. Thanks for listening. No matter who they are or what job they do, you want to give your employees all the support they need. And UKG, with their HR and workforce management solutions, can give you all the tools you'll need to help you make your people, all of your people, feel like they belong. UKG, our purpose is people.